0: Welcome to the black Side Business Podcast, the only podcast dedicated specifically to helping black professionals start and grow a business while still working a full-time job. Tune in regularly for tools, tips, information, and motivation. Learn to overcome startup fear and eliminate confusion on where to begin and what to do. Increase your household income. Make your own money your way on your own time. And benefit your family and community. Here is your host and nationally recognized speaker and writer on entrepreneurship based economic development, Dell Gines. Hey, what's up? It's Dell, BlackSideBusiness.com, episode seven. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for uh, sticking with the podcast after the little break that we had because of all of my travels and then that minor nose surgery. As you can see, I'm still a little um, nasally, but I think we'll be okay. Hopefully, you all got a chance to go on. For those of you who are monthly or week members to the weekly newsletter, um, you should have got a link so you could download the new ebook on funding, um, the, the beginner's guide to funding sources for your small business and your startup. If you haven't, go to www.blacksidebusiness.com. Um, you should see a pop-up or a sign-up on the page. Sign up; it'll automatically send you a link which you can download. That. And all the other resources that I put out there for free. I think we got a couple of free things on the the resource page now, which include um, an aspirations guide and a live vision guide. I encourage you to check those out, too. Um, They're part of my 21 day rapid success system plan. Um, But enough of that. We really want to get into um, this week's topic, which is a solo topic. We don't have an interview. I got a couple cool interviews lined up for you, though. Uh, This is exclusively on, are you ready for funding? The question is, are you ready for funding? So I've told you all, I've worked with a whole lot of businesses in my day. You know, now I do more economic development. Back in the day when I was really coming up and in banking, I I literally probably worked with in some form or fashion, 500 businesses, the majority of them black businesses, Um, either as an educator, a consultant, a lender, um, a couple other different things that I've done in the community business plan class teacher all of these and the in, inevitably the number one thing that comes up is the issue of capital the issue of getting enough money to be able to start and run a successful business and so we're going to talk about that today because that's consistent with the YouTube videos and also the ebook and hopefully this is early enough in the podcast that it'll be an anchor podcast that people can continue to go back and look for so first of all let's talk about Um, the issue of readiness so we're gonna talk about the issue of readiness types repayment and the next step so let's talk about readiness first the real question is are you ready for a loan and or uh, investment so let's not limit it to a loan let's look at investment as well are you ready Um, see most people use not having funding as a reason why they're not starting the business Um, to me that's an excuse The Harvard definition of entrepreneurship is pursuing opportunity without regard for currently controlled resources, meaning that the opportunity is what you're pursuing. And you work to develop that out, work through that, and then work to secure the funding if it is a good opportunity to get it off the ground. Now, most side businesses like yours, like mine, we really are not going to need that much money when we start. So the amount of money that we need is usually fairly reasonable if we're starting a side business because we're not starting businesses often, some of you may, but we're often not starting side businesses that are like huge manufacturing plants or huge wholesaling plants or require super high levels of technology. Most of the time, we're converting our knowledge and our skills into revenue and opportunity. And so as a result, the amount of capital or credit that we need is not really that significant. Um, But the question of readiness still comes up. And so when we talk about readiness, uh, what essentially we're saying is that we've done enough homework, we've talked to enough people, we've prepared enough of our plan or business blueprint uh, to be able to say, okay, I know enough about what it is that I'm trying to do, the way that I'm trying to do it, the results that I'm anticipating that it's going to have to now activate these ideas. And to do that, I need the tool called money to uh, be able to get it done. See, and that's the thing people most of the time don't understand, that money, the same way as technology, the same way as um, other kind of resources that you may have, is just a tool. It's not the only thing that you need, but it is a tool that you need often, unless you're really a bootstrapper, which you can do. Remember, I showed you how to start a website for free um, for in under 30 minutes on the YouTube channel. Um, but money is a tool that you use to achieve Uh, the the results of your business or the start of your business so how do you know you're ready one you thoroughly tested your model and understand your model this means that if you're a uh, speaker that you know what type of speaking that you're doing that you developed your niche you know who your potential first clients are you may have even talked to some of them to see if they're going to buy what it is that you want to sell you've mapped out how you're going to deliver your speaking you've mapped out um, the, the pricing for your speaking, I can go on and on. You kind of get the point what I'm saying. So I'm not one of those guys that's huge on saying everybody needs to write a business plan. I think if you write what is called a business model, which really details who your audience is, what they want, how you're going to get it to them and the cost that in many cases, if you have a very small business like ours, you're going to be good, but you've got that done. And so, you know, it's, so there's no, no, no question about it. Um, and if you haven't got to that point, then it's it's no need to start looking for sources of funding because at that point you really haven't vetted or tested your project or your program or your business to the degree in which you're ready to go out and ask somebody for some money either via, via credit or via um via an investment now once you get to that point though um and once you've done your due diligence once you've ran it by a few people. And I I never have a problem if you want to shoot me an email at any given time with your idea, how you're thinking about it, you know how you want to get it off the ground, please do that. It's hard for me to return calls, I'll tell you that, because I'm with this PhD. But if you want to shoot me your idea with some questions or some ideas on your your business idea, please feel free, dell dell at ownsmallbiz.com. And I will definitely follow up with you. But have you done all those things? Have you had other people take a critical look at it? You know, Now you want the right people around you, but have you done that? And if you've done all that, I would say that you're pretty close to being ready for going out and getting funds. But never underestimate readiness because the worst possible thing is that you do manage to go out and get money and you're just not ready. What you're going to end up doing is wasting all the money and many times you're still going to have to pay it back. And so now you're in a worse position than when you started. So let's talk real quickly about types. Um, And I did do a video on this on YouTube. So if you want to check out the types of funding on on the YouTube channel, um, it's YouTube backslash C backslash your black economy. Um, You can check those out. But there's three predominant types of of ways to raise money for your business. Um, The traditional ones are loans and investments and the non-traditional is grants. So let's go down each one of them. And for those of you who are a little more sophisticated financially, uh, you know, just bear with me on this part, but this is for people who are really new and are looking at it. So I'm going to, I'm going to break it down to as easy a way as possible. The first type is loans. So with loans, what that means is that you're borrowing money from an institution, it could be a bank or another institution. You can check out um, the ebook if you want to know more about the different ways um, to get a business loan. But the expectation is, is that you will repay that loan back over a period of time. So if they give you money today, like let's say they give you $10,000, they are going to charge you interest on that. And so you'd be paying back how much you owe them plus the interest amount, which is the amount that they charge for borrowing the money over a period of time. So let's say that you borrow $10,000 at 10% interest and they want it paid back in a year. You're going to end up paying them around $1,100 back meaning you're going to pay them back the money that they they lent you plus the interest rate in uh, that amount in the, in the scenario i pose is probably going to be around $100 for that year. That's the cost that you're paying to use the money. So your interest rate is very important. So virtually all loans work in that way. They give you money and then you pay it back over a period of time. Usually it's monthly and it's at an interest rate. And so There's a wide variety of different types of loans that you can get for businesses, including lines of credit and et cetera. But most of the time when you're in this space, you're going to get what is called a term loan. A term loan means that it's spaced out over a period of time, let's say 12, uh, 24, 36 months, which would be one, two or three years. And you end up paying it back monthly. Um, And so those are usually what you're going to do. Now, when you go into uh, a bank, banks are very difficult. To get money for a startup, for a business loan for a startup, for now, let's say you have good credit and you bank with them for a while, you may be able to get a personal loan, and I'm not getting that detailed in this episode on that. Um, but but to get a business loan, um, you gotta you gotta have a very strong business plan. They will want a business plan and some other things because banks really don't like to lend to startups. Again, I got a video on this out there too. Banks really don't like to lend to startups. Now, in most loans, also, you will still have to have a percentage of your own money in. And this is true for investing as well. So no, very rarely will you ever find somebody lend you 100% of what you think you need for your business. So if you need $10,000, don't go in expecting to get $10,000. You need to come in and say, look, I have 10% down or 20% down, which means that, if you need 10,000 you you've already got 2,000 in your pocket to put into the project banks call it skin in the game they want to see that you are invested in your own success and that you're willing to put your money in and usually it's around 20% could be less for other kind of lending but it's very rarely under 10% of your own money so you still have to do some savings prior to your launch and so um, a couple of different sources now for that, of course, are banking. You can go get try to get a bank loan, whether a personal or business loan. You can go to what is known as a micro lender, and I think this is really underutilized in the Black community. Um, most states have what is known as a micro lender. They're nonprofit organizations set up specifically to help businesses start that tend to have bad credit or smaller type of businesses. They usually only lend to about up to about $50,000, but for the type of business that most of us side business folks start, that's probably good enough for most of us. Uh, And then you have what is known as alternative lenders that are online now. Now alternative lenders, you got to be very careful of because they usually charge a very high interest rate and can really turn the interest rate up higher if you, if you lose, um, if you miss a payment or late. So, but those are three different ways. Again, they're in the ebook, check it out. The second way is investments. Most people don't realize, but the majority of small businesses are started by what are known as the three F's in the, the, in the finance world. We call them friends, family, and fools. People that are willing to put money into you that aren't um, like a major investor that don't have all systems in place, etc. Um, these are folks that you, you probably know or probably heard of what you're trying to do and want to make that investment. And so your family may may say, hey, I'm, I'm, it's awesome that you're trying to start a business. I see you need, you, you said you need $10,000. Here's $3,000. You know, those are your friends and your family. Your fools may say, wow, I think I'm going to get a lot of money back out of this if I put money in early. Here's $3,000. Now, there's some things to be careful about when dealing with friends, family, and fools. And that is, the, you all know it, you, the ability to mess up your relationship um because you owe somebody in your family money and something went wrong with your business and you couldn't pay them back. Um so those are the things you gotta be very careful with is that family relationships, etc. Now there's also smaller investors, but very rarely will you find people that are willing to invest in a very small business, particularly the kind of side businesses that we create. Um, that are with what we classify as what are known as professional investors. And these are some technical names that you probably, um, may have, may or may not have heard of, but you know, like your angel investors or venture capitalists and others, they usually want to invest in very, very big deals because they expect big companies that turn, um, over a significant profit in a short period of time and grow fast so they can get their money back. So you're usually going to be around friends, family and fools um for the amount that we're generally talking with a black side business. If you start getting bigger or you have an idea for a bigger business, then that's where you're really going to start looking at angel investment and venture capitalism. And by that I mean a business that at least needs one million dollars to start up, maybe a little less, but that's usually a good threshold to look at. But for the rest of them, you're usually talking about getting some form of business credit or some kind of um investment from friends, family, and fools. There may be some other investors that are around the community that do that kind of thing and if you know one that's great um but check but you want to be uh be sure that you understand the terms in the agreement Um, and we'll talk about that in a minute when we talk about repayment and then the third way and this is the way that I, i i get this asked more than almost anything which is the issue of grants people say well can i get a grant for my small business meaning somebody wants free money to start their business now there are grants out there but the fact is, I would, I would be willing to bet that less than .01% of all businesses in the nation are started by a grant. There are grants there, but they're very, 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 very few. They're very, very, very hard to find. And they're usually related to specific types of business. So I'm not even going to spend a lot of time on that. Remember, you're in business to make money and to build, you know, economic opportunity for yourself and your family. Very few people are going to give you free money to go out and make money not to saying that there's not some out there there's some government programs out there for specific industries that do that but I would not hang my hat nor even attempt to pursue that in reality uh, for your business unless you just know right away hey somebody said there's grants for this that's the kind of business I want to start I'm going to go do it and that comes back to your resources so that ends the types um we what I want to focus on now is repayment um so we talked about the types and I'm not even gonna deal with grants in this section, but we're gonna talk about loans and investment. And the reality is that repayment is real. When you're starting a business, you're all hyped, you're amped. You know, you're ready to go, you, you, you think you have this great idea and you may have this great idea, you think you put everything in place and you're ready to rock. You think my business is gone, once I drop it, it's gonna do very well. If you if you didn't think that way, <coughs> excuse me, why would you start a business, right? But the reality is repayment is real. And so when you start a business, as soon as you get that loan, unless they give you some kind of grace period, that next month, that payment is going to roll around. And so is your business producing revenue at that point? Um, Because one of the things that can get you in a lot of trouble is you end up taking out a loan. Um, It could be a mortgage against your house. It could be a a loan from a bank where they they've taken what is known as collateral, which means if you have, let's say you bought, you're buying a piece of business equipment with the loan. The bank has the right to take that if you don't repay the loan. So let's say that you start your business and all of a sudden it's not going as well as you thought. Do you have enough in savings to be able to pay that bill in the event that the uh, business doesn't jump off the way you want? So that's one thing. And so when you look at that uh, issue, you want to make sure that you still have a little in in savings and reserves to weather the tough times when a business starts, unless you have a contract already in hand so that, you know, as soon as you start, you're getting paid. Um, Oftentimes you need to have enough in savings to be able to cover the event that your your business doesn't grow as fast as you want and generate that kind of revenue. Because if not, you're going to go out of business very fast. Now, remember, most businesses, they say, fail within the first five years, depending on how you, you classify fail. And so that means that there's a lot that fail within the first year or even after they not soon after they start up for a variety of reasons. So you will have to have repayment. You will make have to make that payment back. So it's not just about living in a fantasy land of what you think may happen with your business, but you need to prepare for what may happen as well. And so if you get a loan out for $10,000 and you know you're going to have to pay $250 a month, do you have a cushion in your savings account to be able to address that balance if you can't uh, make the sales that you need to make as soon as you start? In regard to investments, one thing you have to really consider with investments is that people expect to make money. Most people, unless they're a friend or family that really just cares about you, want to see you successful and so... They're giving you money that they may or may not get back, which can happen. Um, the reality is, is that people are giving you money because they expect your business to grow and for them to make that money plus more back. Right. Logically, I mean, would you invest in something or put money into something um, to not expect to make that money back and make more? And so you have to really look at that um, from an investment side and really in the agreement that you make. And I encourage people, even if they're getting money from family, to have a written agreement signed by both parties that says this is how this thing is going to work so if somebody's going to give you ten thousand dollars if a friend is going to give you ten thousand dollars there should be documentation that says x is giving me ten thousand dollars and this is what they will get from that when they will get it whether it's on the sale of the company or whether it's on um, net profit you know meaning how much you made after your expenses for that company they expect to get paid back And so in regard to investments, you will have to repay, but you want to have that all laid out prior to ever taking a dime from any of your friends, family, fools or small investors. You got to know because you don't traditionally investment means that they're taking an ownership percentage in your company. That may be a little bit different with friends, family and fools, but it's going to be for real. If you go for a small investor, they're going to want a percentage of your company. And they're going to want to um, make sure that that company is growing so they get their money back plus more. So you want to make sure that your repayment terms are all laid out, how that's going to work. There's no um, gray areas. It's all clear and it's all transparent in regard to your repayment. And so then finally, let's talk about uh, and can kind of conclude this podcast with next steps. If If you are ready, you know, if you're legitimately ready. Um, then one of the things that you, you want to do is kind of step back and look at your business, your business model, the, the business plan. If you wrote one determine how, uh, successful you really think it's going to be and have other people take a look at it as well. What are the risks associated with it? The benefits, you know, all these different things that we talk about on blacksidebusiness.com what you think you're going to be able to make in a short period of time. And then you determine what kind of funding source you're going to need. Um, so once you've got all of that done, once you're ready, then it's time to move to the next step. And so when you're ready for funding, what I want you to do is this. I want you to at least call one bank. I want you to at least call one microfinance individual. Um, look for the nonprofits. Just go microfinance or micro in your in your Google with your state. I want you to look for any kind of small investor in, in your area. And I want you to talk to friends, family, and fools. And I want you to share with them each, in general, you know, the the idea of your plan, and to see what it would take to either get that loan or to get that investment before you pick before you pick a choice. I want you to want you to do that. Once you feel that you got a sound business idea, I want you to do some homework, do your due diligence, call a bank, call a microfinance company, call a, a potential investor. Have a conversation. You don't have to go deep into your business unless you want, unless you want to, which you can. Um, and then at that point, they're going to tell you, this is how you get a loan through our bank. This is how you get a loan through our microfinance. This, this is what your investment is. Then I want you to make sure that you understand the terms of each because you're probably going to have a term that's different for your, your, your investment versus somebody giving you an investment versus giving you a loan or microloan. And then I want you to make the best choice. The best choice for you is going to be dependent upon a, on, on a wide range of things. It's going to depend if it's a loan. What's the interest rate? What are the terms? Like, how long will they go out for you? Um, will they go out five years? Will they go out six years to give you a ter- time to repay back? Is the interest rate low versus you know a competitor? What is the hurdles that I need to go to to give this bank to get that loan uh, or a micro lender? In the case of your uh, investment. What are, what are the requirements? How much will I have to pay back? How much of an ownership? And then you lay them all out side by side. I want you to do a, a, a just create a little sheet of paper or Excel sheet and say strengths and weaknesses of each source. And once you've identified those and you found the best source for you, then what I want you to do is you go ahead and pursue that. And if that one doesn't work out, then you pursue the next one down the list. And if that one doesn't work out, you pursue the last one. And then if all else fails, then what you know is that you can't get credit for whatever reason at this time. Nobody's willing to invest at this time. Don't be discouraged. That means you know that you may have to work a little extra. You may have to um, work a side job, a part-time job to build the the, the amount that you're going to need to launch the business. And then you're just going to have to use your own capital. But I think if you do these basic things, I know this is a short podcast, but I've, I've already put up a ton of stuff. I put up the e-book for you. I got... Um, the videos up for you um, use use them all um, to your advantage once you do all of that you should be in a good position to get some kind of funding for your business so that's really all I got for you if there's any questions make sure you email me dell at ownsmallbiz.com again I respond better to email than any kind of phone call just because of my time um, but if you email me I have almost 100% response rate if it's relevant to and what we're trying to do with our black side businesses. So again, I want you to go back. If you haven't checked out, check out some of the awesome interviews that we've done in the past. Stacey flowers, Kira mechanical, Carlene Hawkins. Um, I got some really cool ones lining up. I got uh, a productivity podcast coming up with, with a business uh, black business owner. Who's a a productivity and virtual, uh, virtual assistant expert. I got one that's um, coming on. That uh, is very uh, innovative serial entrepreneur that does, uh, online based businesses that you're going to love I got a couple others man you're really going to love it stick with the podcast stick with the website if you haven't signed up for our weekly newsletter do so it gives you access to all of our resources and let's just continue to build these businesses so that's all I got for you www.blacksidebusiness.com this is Dell and love ya. and I'm out